It takes money. I can feel it in my waters. I don't think that's the same. It definitely is. I'm going to Google it. What is Digital Ben giving you that I can't give? I think people are like fantails. Once you've had like 50 packets, you've essentially seen everything they've got to offer. This is the life. <laughs> yeah, Jeets. She gave me some pain. Way Sebo. Way Sebo. It's in ramblings. What I'm trying to do is, Ben, I'm planning your kidnapping mm. and I don't want it to be discovered for a few days. So I'm going to just like put it in your bed, like, <laughs> like the little like, rascals or something. I was thinking like the Great Escape. Yeah. <laughs> no, do they do that in the Great Escape? Escape from Alcatraz, I think. Do they? They make paper. That was how they escaped from Alcatraz. They made paper mache. Themselves. Yeah. How, how does that help? Oh, no, that's not Escape from Alcatraz, is it? It's an actual story. Uh, like yeah. a real escape. Is an escape from Alcatraz the movie based on... A real escape. The escape from Alcatraz. Well, <laughs> let's not get crazy here. I mean, like, is the Titanic based on the Titanic? Well, the part where they make paper... <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Ben. <laughs> and this is Vicky. And this is Insane Ramblings, episode 108. A very <laughs> historic episode of Insane Ramblings. And uh, we're in the middle of a discussion about paper mache and escape from Alcatraz, <laughs> evidently. So what's your point? Is in the in the I haven't seen Escape from Alcatraz. Is it new? Is it new? <laughs> what is it like a thirties movie? It's I think a it's, silent film. I think it's from the sixties, maybe. <laughs> then that's not the one. This is like because what I was saying, like I realise that it's not new. Okay. The documentary I was thinking of where the guy like tunneled out of his roof and put paper mache himself in bed. I don't, was I don't know this It was one. like the nineties. Okay. So yeah, he tunneled out of his roof. He was in prison. Assumedly. Well, I'm, I don't know. You just said tunnel out of his roof. Like, why is his jail cell in a roof? No, his jail cell has a roof. Like, every oh, okay. building. Okay, so he dug a hole. I mean, hole. if there was no roof in jails, that would definitely make them easier to escape from. Well, I don't know. When you say tunneled out, I imagine, like, downwards or sideways. No, not up. up. He That's... went up. He went up into the ventilation. He obviously watched a lot of Scooby-Doo as a child. Or, like, Mission Impossible or Yeah, something. I reckon. So, so, no, this one was more recent. So, I was like, is an Escape from Alcatraz like the 50s or 60s? And that's what was confusing me. And I was like, maybe there's another one. It's not a topical reference. No. I was purely making it because they used paper mache dolls. Did they actually, though? Yeah. Okay. Like, I think because they had a lot of classes at the jail. They yeah. escaped from Alcatraz prison, which at the time. I would be time, so sad if I was like their paper mache teacher. I'd be like, oh. I like, taught them the ways of crime. Well, no, no, I taught them the ways oh, of you crime. Oh, like, you feel betrayed. Yeah, like I tried to do a good thing by you. Like I thought I was cementing your paper mache future. I have you, a lot of um, paper mache related puns. It just seemed, thought of as well. But. It just seemed like you had a great future in sculpture making. Yeah, and this I thought is how you were really you sticking this through. Hey, oh. <laughs> You missed cemented, but that's okay. No, I, I picked up. Think, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I would just be like, I, I taught you this in good faith. Like, mm-hmm. you asked me, how do I sculpt an exact recul- replica of myself that looks exactly <laughs> like me sleeping in bed? Yeah. For example, during cell check. And I was like, funny you should ask. <laughs> Here's exactly how. I would yeah. feel betrayed. Would you not? As their papier mache teacher? I think I would be like... How did I I not see this coming? No, I don't think I'd be distraught. Would you turn your back on paper mache forever? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's so hard to say. I have very little care for paper mache. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I've, you could say that technically I've turned my back on paper mache (laughs) just because I haven't done it in 15 years. Three quarters of the way away. 
you've still got some affinity for paper mache? I mean, if I needed to do it, I would. I'm pa- my paper mache most recent experience, we made a piñata probably about three years ago. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a three-quarter turn. What was, I could be turned back. What was the uh, occasion? It was for a birthday. It was a chili pepper. Okay. Yeah, it was great. I had a grand old time. And was it like a piñata? That's exactly what I just said. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, 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 sometimes I tune you up. It wasn't just like one. It was. It was. <laughs> Why chili pepper? Um, yeah, I... Ooh, mysteries. I don't know. We were celebrating we were, the chili's 10th birthday. No, we were smuggling giant chilies. And uh, wanted to leave that in the bed. So no one mm. knew. Yeah. So yeah, we got onto this because Vicky's wearing my jumper. Mm-hmm. And I already have another one at home. And yeah, so slowly over the course <laughs> of the podcast, she's like, oh, Ben, I'm so cold. Can I just borrow a little scrap of clothing? <laughs> and then one by one, my entire wardrobe is going missing to <laughs> Vicky's library. Of, library? I don't know. I meant to say closet. I thought you were going to say house. So library really like... <laughs> Hit me like, a library of like clothing, a, like, a, like an eccentric like duke or something. Like you know how they have like a whole wing where they just like <laughs> hang out. And yeah, this is the uh, this is the paper mache room, and this is my library dedicated to Ben's clothes. <laughs> yeah. And this is the pool room. <laughs> just such a strange place to keep them. Like I was putting them there because no one ever goes into my private library. Yeah, it's no, like, I, no, that's a study. Don't go in. <laughs> I don't know why I. I my brain is obviously uh, disconnected. I, yeah, the clothes library. Yeah, library <laughs> closet, same diff. Yeah, exactly. Um, clothes library. I'm with you. And so, yeah, she's like, oh, I'll make like a replica of you. Mm-hmm. And I was, my mind jumped straight to voodoo doll. Right. Life-size Ben replica voodoo doll. <laughs> no one said it was life-size. <laughs> How much time do I have in my hands? Well, I mean, if you're using my clothing, surely it has to be life-size. No, I'm making hundreds of tiny ones. <laughs> but, <what? laughs> Just cutting up the cloth. I'm selling them like you know how if it was just uh, you know how like there's a moon rock and mm-hmm. you buy that on the proviso that it's from the moon like, yeah. you wouldn't just buy a rock would you I mean maybe you <laughs> I how much are you I selling your rock for Lisa <laughs> tell me more about your rock your tiger repelling rock so no one would buy just a Ben doll but with an authentic piece of Ben scrap clothing <laughs> you think that's what ends the deal yeah, but they push the uh, are you going to make a little jumper out of my regular size jumper? Yes, a thousand tiny jumpers. That's a lot of effort. <laughs> like, I would just imagine you could get more money for one life-size replica of yeah, me. Yeah, well, you're not... not have to you spend... already said you turned your back on the paper mache world. You can't pretend now that you know the trends. Suddenly, you're an expert again. I guess you've turned back. The trend is making tiny paper mache mm-hmm. replicas. No, yep. one, no one's in the market for a big one these days. <laughs> no. How's is getting smaller, Ben? Australia's getting more populated. People want tiny replicas of their favourite podcaster. Jeez, times have changed. I was going to say celebrity, but I got to be excited there. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, life-size Ricky Gervais paper mache replica <laughs> is totally Whoa, out of fashion. Yeah, no, it's worthless. Essentially worthless. Shit. I want, well, oh, the good news. Depreciation. I can, I can cut him up and make tiny Gervais's now. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you could like claim depreciation on your tax <laughs> Ricky Gervais asset. I was like, oh God, I've gotten boring. I mean, that works as well. Yeah. And so, yeah, the only other paper mache replica that came to mind was when they used paper mache heads to escape from Alcatraz. Right. So they put them in their bunk and then pulled the blankets up. Yeah, that's what they did. And I'm sure this is... I'm going to Google it, but go on. Well, I'm sure, like, surely... Obviously, that- it's done the rounds of prisons. Well, it makes sense that if one is person Is there just one paper mache teacher that's like, again? 
<laughs> it's the same prison guard who's like, no, I, I should have seen it. The signs no, he's were like, there. but I just, I chose to believe the best in paper yeah. mache. I believe, I still believe it can be used to reform. I just, I really <laughs> thought they were interested in today's news. No, I just think that he like. Clag. <laughs> I just think that he believes so strongly and it's like redemptive powers. He's like, yes, you can use it for evil. But it's a great force for good. It will reform. <laughs> if I can just get one prisoner to see the benefits of paper mache Then therapy. I've done my job. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel. He's like, it's like religion. It doesn't necessarily make you good, but it's a strong force <laughs> for change. Uh, anyway, go on. Oh, no, that was it. So they pulled up the, the blankets to their fake head. Mm-hmm. And I think they like face them away from the guards. So, you know, walking past, if you just take a glance at it, it might look like there's someone sleeping. Oh, no, you're right. 1962 Alcatraz escape. Is that what the one that you were thinking of as well? No, but um, here's another one. 2012. Yeah, thick wall using plastic forks and covered his tracks. This is the one I was thinking about. Plastic forks? Yeah, he was committed. I watched the documentary and I was like, well, well done you. <laughs> See, the problem here is that if you're the other prisoners, mm-hmm. he just screwed you because now you get no more plastic forks. No, you get no forks, in yeah, fact. like, great, now we have to... Dog eat bowls. With, yeah, we have to basically eat out of a trough yeah. because of this <laughs> motherfucker who tunneled out of his uh, jail cell. Oh, no, hang on. Forks. He was using his paper mache mix to cover up the ever-growing hole in the wall of his cell. Oh, I do remember So that was this. his Rita Hayworth. Yeah, okay, I, that... Sounds more familiar. So he wasn't making a replica, but he was still using it to break out of prison. I know. And this guy's like, again, I didn't even teach them how to make people. Yeah. Like, it's, it's good that we've found so many uh, uses to escape jail just with paper mache. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it did happen more recently. But yeah, Escape from Alcatraz. One of the, I'm sure we've talked about this before because one of them looks like my dad. One of the escapees. Yeah, I was watching, I'm sure, maybe not, I'm pretty sure it's been on the podcast. But they there's a documentary about this. They never caught them. No, they... Well, the theory is they probably just died swimming to the shore. Right. Because it's like freezing cold water. Yeah, waters. yeah, it's the middle of the night, like choppy as. Yeah, they made a raft out of raincoats, I think. <laughs> Amazing. And Yeah, there's the um picture. Yeah, I'll put this up on the gallery. So it does look like if you just pass by, I guess you could be like, that looks like a person. I'd be like, holy shit, that guy's melting. <laughs> like, <he laughs> yeah, looks it, it wouldn't like hold a man up to that's melted. No. Does your dad wear a paper mache mask? Sometimes. I don't ask questions. <laughs> Didn't realise that uh, Rodney was the scarecrow from Batman. <laughs> so, yeah, they build a raft out of raincoats, but the water is so choppy and there's like sharks in there. Yeah. That they're like, well, if they made it to land, then no one ever saw or heard from them again. So yeah. chances are they died like during that part of the escape. But like there is a bit of me that's like, I just want them to have made it. Of course. Doesn't everybody? Just because... It's like, well, if you went to... That much effort. It's right. like, who's that one from, like, early Australian colonial history? Like, is it William Buckland? No, that's probably... I think that's someone, like... He's another famous prison escapee. No, this is prison escapee in Australia who, like, swam from, like... I'm just going to make this up at this point, aren't sure. I? He, like, swam from Tasmania to the mainland or something There's crazy. no way you Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's why I said I'm just making stuff up. But there's, like, a, a guy who escaped for, like, quite some time. From I'm gonna look this up and start people making have, up lies. People have tried to swim to Tasmania, and all, like professional swimmers seem to uh, have to bail halfway because of yeah. But he was like breaking up train tracks as his job or something. But even if it was like here and they Perkins, found him like living with indigenous people or something. So what, in your mind, what? What's William the story? Buckley, that's pretty good. So give, give Can me we the, not uh, though? Like just like, do you ever like? I don't know. Do you ever have this situation where 
you just say something that sounds right-ish thinking that's not even going to be close and it's like... You nailed it. Yeah. I said William Buckland, but still. What's William Buckley's story? Give it to me. Oh, God, that's a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Would you approach that in a dark alley? I didn't realise I was mutton chops at first. I thought he was very... I thought he had a well-contoured skull. It does It does look like something out of Adam's family. We'll put this in the gallery as well. I don't even know if this is the right one. Yeah, this is him. Okay. He, he's, he died by falling out of his gig. <laughs> Crowd surfing accident. <laughs> he lived a life, this guy. <laughs> he sure did. All right, early life. How much do you want to know about him? I just want to hear about the escape. Okay. You don't want to know that he was apprenticed to a bricklayer? I mean, if that helps with the escape. He was. He received a bolt of st- stolen cloth. That's so rough. What do you mean? Like, For doing what? He didn't even buy or sell it. He just, like, handled it. And that's why he was arrested? And sent to Australia. That's so rough. Oh, so this was in England. That's what his sentence was. Yeah, you could get arrested for anything. I know. I was like, things are just going crazy over they, there. They were clearly just trying to get, get people get, to Australia. Right. I know, but that's just crazy. Like, that's so unfair. Like, imagine if you were just... It's like being shanghai but, like, imagine if you were on the street and it's like, oh, like that iPhone stolen. And you're like, no, I bought it. They're like, no, it's stolen. Off to Papua New Guinea for the rest <laughs> of your life and you can never come back. I've got the receipt. I can prove it. I can show you on my iPhone. <laughs> yeah, you're stolen iPhone criminal. Let's yeah, club that's him. it. Like, that was just, oh, my gosh. It just seems so easy. And now they're like, nope, sorry, you have to populate Newfoundland. Like, yeah, imagine. Like, I wonder if some of them went along with it. Like, well, my life is pretty Couldn't shit over get worse. here anyway. I'm stealing bread. Yeah. <laughs> may as well go along and see what's <laughs> happening. Anyway, here we go. Turns out it could get worse. Descriptions of the adult Buckley vary. Isn't that true of anyone? What a stupid sentence. It's like everyone well, was completely consistent in their descriptions <laughs> of him. This, to be fair, this is the 1700s. So, I feel like there wasn't great records of random criminals. So this person said he was six foot five to seven inches. Someone else said he was six six foot seven inches or six foot eight inches. However, Buckley himself records his height at six five. Well, those really do vary. (laughs) Yeah, he was six and a half feet. I get it. No, it's just that is what directly follows descriptions of him varying. Yeah, it's like. Three people describe him within three inches of yeah, one another. It's not so like he was a dwarf. It's hard to say. He was the world's tallest <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> and that's why I'm like, well, I wouldn't necessarily say that's even really varying, no, is it? I, I, maybe at different ages, he could have just grown. <laughs> oh, shrank. Like, just so strange. Like, if someone was like, oh, yeah, Ben, he's about 5'8, and then someone else is like, nah, like 5'10, would you be like, like, oh, well, who knows then? Yeah, if I'm the arresting officer I'm like well these stories don't yeah, check out yeah definitely does not check out I guess we've got no idea yeah. hang on someone else states that his height was six foot four and a third inches <laughs> they were really hung up on it's still going <laughs> George Muscle who met him at the Yarra River said Buckley stood six <laughs> foot four inches tall but numerous other heights are reported ranging from <laughs> six three to six seven <laughs> <laughs> How tall is he? I don't know. What a damn mystery. I couldn't be looking for anyone. <laughs> if, oh, I guess no wonder he never got caught. Yeah. No wonder he was on the lamb for so long. You're free They're to like, go, sir. You're clearly you're six, six foot five and a half. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't add up to any of yeah, our descriptions. That's right. <laughs> no. You could have been literally any other height from six three to six seven, <laughs> yeah. and we would have arrested oh. you. But you got With lucky. With those varying descriptions, how we would have ever caught him. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, gosh. No, what a regular, I don't know. Chameleon over here. <laughs> I was thinking like man, like international man of mystery. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, that really got me. Woo. Okay, hang on. We're just reading more about it. They ran away into the bush in Tasmania. One got shot and severely injured. The others made their way to the bay and the party split up in the vicinity of present-day Melbourne. This is like him and a bunch of convicts? Yeah, they swam, I swear. Oh, no, hang on. I lied to you. They were in Sorrento. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. So they were in Sorrento and then they were about to go to Tasmania, so they ran away. He swam in the direction of Melbourne <laughs> from Sorrento. It's a little less no, impressive. No, he didn't swim. He ran. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to swim. Like, no, no. We can walk. Like, oh, cool. Let's do that. Yeah. So he just walked around in the bushes and then so the indigenous people take him in. So he lived with them for 32 years. He had at least two indigenous wives and almost certainly a daughter by one of them. (laughs) Descriptions vary wildly of the height of the daughter. (laughs) Okay. Hang on. He ran into John Batman. Oh, no, that's a lie as well. He ran, <laughs> he ran into some people that were waiting for John Batman and they looked after him. And fearful of being shot, he told them he was a shipwrecked soldier. But a few days later, quote, a few days later, he revealed his identity to the amazement of everybody <laughs> present. <laughs> Behold, it is I. <laughs> How good's that? Ah, oh, that's really good. And then he became an interpreter. So there you go. What? So he did rejoin society. Yeah, at some thirty-two point? years later, he rejoined society and became a um, to everyone's amazement, revealed himself. <laughs> I, I assume most people like were def- amazed. No, well, they probably didn't know who it was. No, that's what I was thinking as well. I was like, I don't think it was to everyone's amazement. I think yeah. again, that's Wikipedia editorializing. I mean, I enjoy how it's written. That's hilarious, but I don't know that anyone would have been amazed. I think it would. It went down like. It is I, John, what's his name? <laughs> Not John Batman, he wasn't there. What's his name? Um, William something. William, William Buckland? William Buckley. Buckley. He's like, it was I, William Buckley all along. And they're like, <laughs> who's that? And then Who? someone else was like, I, thought, I think he was actually a little taller. You can't be you. <laughs> yeah, like, a likely story. Yeah. I've heard he's at least six, seven. <laughs> yeah, this, I, I don't buy it at all. <laughs> like he's quite a legend around these parts. So they may have exaggerated, but. <laughs> yeah. But not by two inches. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's a pretty good story. No? Like, that's what I like to think it's, of. It's a great story. It doesn't involve him swimming from Melbourne to Tasmania no. at all. It doesn't <laughs> oh, even... No, no, sorry. I Later don't... life and other achievements. <laughs> oh, we missed that um, At some point, for no reason, William Buckley <laughs> swam. <laughs> he became the first... To Tasmania. The first person to cross the Bass Strait. Yeah, via swimming alone. Yeah, sure. The end. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but imagine though, like that's a pretty successful prison escape. Yeah, but again, there's no Alcatraz. Like Alcatraz, really? was, I feel like that's got to be up there. Alcatraz was probably the most secure prison at the world in the world at the time. Yeah, but the, those guys didn't live in the wilderness for 32 years. Like that's a commitment to being escaped. Like eventually, I'd be like, well, Western society for me, no matter what I, mean, I must bear. He. Served his time in other ways, I guess. Yeah, I feel like he's staying escaped is a big part of the escape. Yeah, but... No, like, I'm just saying, I they, like to think that those guys stayed escaped. Oh, yeah. Well, in such a manner and will reveal themselves to the amazement of all around. Yeah, if, if the Alcatraz prisoners broke out and then committed a whole bunch of murders... Yeah, not good. It's, I don't uh, like that. that. that that's a bad be, story. Yeah, that's a bad ending. But it's like, well, they might have survived and lived life on the lamb. Like, hey, go them. <laughs> You got one up on the man. But good good work, like guys. A story 
Oh, I don't know if this is it as well. I actually have watched a documentary on this because one of them, during me watching this documentary on a plane, I was like, that's my dad, which is a you just hard thought, moment. You just thought that he resembled Rodney. Is that what? That no, I was like, that's my dad. <laughs> what are you doing in a documentary about the 60s? Like, that's weird, Rodney. Um, I don't know where they picked up this photo of you and you were born in the 50s, so you've done well. No, wasn't there like at some point he like revealed himself to be one of them on like a plane or something or like, or was I <laughs> You're the one who doc- watched the documentary. I mean, I'm sure there's people, you know, since then that have claimed to be the prisoners. Them, yeah. But you can't really put much stock in it if they haven't proven it. No, I mean, how do you prove that though? Well, surely, first Descriptions of, very wildly. Uh, yeah. A, you have to look like them. Yes. There's photos of these guys. Yes. And B, you could probably tell uh, your history, like how many people memorized their entire backstory. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like how many like, like cats surely, did you have growing up? Yeah, or like there was a surviving wife or something that you could talk to. Like, hey, remember our first date here? Like, yeah. There's got to be ways to prove this stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But, but what so I was an saying... An 80-year-old man named Bud Morris... Claimed that on eight or nine occasions prior to the escape, he delivered envelopes of money to Alcatraz guards. That makes it less exciting. Bribing is not a fun way to escape. But I don't think they... It didn't sound like they used corruption to escape. Their nephews made public their belief that Clarence and John's were still alive. And then um, Mary Anglin Winder Winder claimed that in 1962 she received a phone call. The caller said, this is John Anglin. I mean... Again, yeah, it's all anecdotal. It's not hard to do that. It's not enough for me to really go on, but keep the dream alive. Yeah, I like to think so. But I'm saying, like, yeah, Alcatraz is one of the most high security prisons in the world. These Australian convicts were probably just chained to a rock. Yeah, okay. It's like a little different when you're constructing oh, elaborate you paper mache replicas. And here's the documentary I saw. Boats out of raincoats and tunnelling your way through the I walls. mean, yeah, just running off into the bushes yeah, is it's, definitely it's, the easier of two options. Right, if you're making the movie of both of these guys' I don't escapes. Know, I, but I feel like the staying escaped of the other guy is good. That's what I'm like saying. Like, he didn't like, just stay escaped. He lived with an Indigenous tribe. Right, so if you're making the movie, that's... What like, you would focus on. Yeah. Not his height? The, the, Not- <laughs> the height would be a good 10, 15 minutes at least. <laughs> but once we've got over the established uh, variance of his height, the actual, like, hey, it turns out that they forgot to uh, lock this door. Yeah, I wouldn't be like, he's us running into the bushes, replaying that from several angles. No. There you go. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, so they're saying here, this is the documentary I watched. So they got several Christmas cards allegedly sent by the brothers for three years after the escape. The handwriting was verified as theirs. And then... This is the family of... Of the, the two brothers that escaped. Yeah. And then there's a photo of him in Rio de Janeiro... And uh, forensic experts confirmed that the two men were more than likely the Anglins in the photo in 1975. I mean... And then there was a deathbed confession from another Anglin brother, Robert, who told family members that he'd been in contact with John and Clarence from 1963 until approximately 1989. I guess I'd have to see this photo. Like, there's... (laughs) Like, unless it was a close-up, a high-def colour version. Like I, I imagine, of their fingerprints. Yeah, like what could this photo <laughs> be? Like I'm imagining it's not some kind of happy snap. It's probably like a security camera or something, right? It's probably not the greatest It's still an open Interpol case. Well, I think because they haven't found them, they legally just have to leave it open because it's not resolved. No, but I feel like 
Can you just at some point say no one cares? Is that the no one cares box? Well, what did yeah. they do, firstly? Well, isn't that that what they call a cold case? There's no leads. No, but that's like we're still – like I don't want to get caught for a cold crime I did either. What did they do? Do you know? What do you mean? Was that to land them in jail yeah. in the first place? No, I'm not. I didn't, okay, let's find don't out. Remember. See, does that not look like Rodney to you? Which one? The top one. No, he's got too much hair. <laughs> well, yeah, um, we're talking about young Rodney. You've seen a photo of young Rodney, haven't you? I don't you? think so. I'll show you. I mean, <laughs> everyone looks the same in these black and white photos. That's my point. Like, whatever. F- That's him. Escaped <laughs> from Alcatraz. He's smiling. It, it's just. He's smiling that big because he just got out of Alcatraz. Vicky's showing me like a black and white photo of a male in his 30s. <laughs> like everyone. What, 20s? Yeah, but it's like a blurry. Everyone is gonna <laughs> look like that. Can't see the resemblance. I mean, there's a resemblance <laughs> as much as like he looks like my dad in that photo. You know, like everyone looked the same back in those old photos. Maybe they actually did. Maybe that's why this escape was so successful. Like the variance in looks was just lost. Yeah, well, like because there was not um, you know high def cameras on every. No, corner I'm just talking stuff. about actually like amongst people. They were just very no. inbred. And <laughs> yeah, no, it's just a higher percentage of doppelgangers yeah. at that time. <laughs> oh, they were robbing banks. It's quite serious. Oh, yeah. So I, I assume they did something, you know, pretty serious to land themselves in Alcatraz. Yeah. So well, because I was, bank if they robbery were like, makes sense. Yeah. But if it was like, oh, I don't know, they like car theft or something, I'd be like, oh, well, might be time to let it, just let them live in Brazil. <laughs> Grand larceny, see? Oh, no, he uh, murdered another prisoner in a racially motivated attack. But, like, while he was in prison? Yes. And so then he got moved to Alcatraz or he was already in Alcatraz and like, well, we're definitely keeping you here. Um, No, he was moved. Okay. Yeah, to Alcatraz. So he didn't participate in the actual escape. Wait, who are you talking about then? He's Alan West. Why do I care about Alan West? He was a co-conspirator. But we're not talking about a co-conspirator. <laughs> sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. Never mind. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. Well, the one who didn't escape. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy either. No, you don't. That's what I'm saying. Every so often, I get excited to record a podcast. Oh, that's good. Every so often. Well, usually it's when I've got a... Uh, a good a story. A good story to tell. Yeah. Oh, great. So, like, good when... Stuff. I'm settling in. The Fifty Shades of Grandpa episode. Amazing. Best I was excited. Favorite. The... Uh, don't ruin your life again. A grandpa-related story. Yeah, when my grandpa broke up a fight with the drug dealers. <laughs> Pretty much any time my grandpa yelling, does something, don't ruin your life. I uh, get excited when we had the uh, neighbors go crazy on New Year's. I was excited to tell Vicky about it. Also good. All ex- great stories. I'm excited to tell you about. Oh, this is exciting. This uh, Saturday night's activities. Oh, great! Yeah, I wasn't there, so I'm looking forward to the story. We. Uh, I'm sorry, I was going to ask you about it earlier, so lucky I did it. I-, I was saving it. Great, good. We had a friend from high school's bachelor party. Well, here's already to just rewind the story. Mm. His engagement story is amazing. Okay, tell me the Another friend story. of ours, I don't know if this is true. Again, it's probably embellished. Do you know it? Because you'll be able to like rein me in when you're like, that's yeah, not what happened. Yeah, he swam from Tasmania to <laughs> Melbourne to, <laughs> to propose. Rio. Um, so apparently Rowan, oh, sorry, another friend of ours who had their birthday that night was like I didn't even know he's engaged I didn't I was like I'm not even sure if he knows if he's engaged <laughs> he like yelled it to her as he was like at the departure gate like disappearing into the plane oh I hadn't heard that part <laughs> I think that's what happened and he's like yeah I'm pretty sure she said yes I didn't quite hear I should probably <laughs> double check that 
<laughs> well, it's like um, our friend Ryan, who I talked to at the reunion, and he couldn't tell me if he was engaged. He's like, I proposed just after sex, and then we didn't, haven't talked about it since. <laughs> and she seemed like really into it in the moment, but maybe the uh, passion just took over. <laughs> Does he want to be engaged? Yeah, he was like very serious about. Oh, uh, great! So he's too afraid to bring it up lest she withdraw her yes. I, maybe that's it. Yeah. Oh wow. But anyway, so yeah. Well, but, we're all learning lessons here, aren't we? I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't be. The Ask them when they're sad, and you can hear them. <laughs> <laughs> Why sad? Because <laughs> then you're like, well, they definitely didn't caught up in the moment. Oh right, I see. Like if they want to marry me now, yeah, then they're they, definitely they have not to mean it. just like on a. On a high it's not a situation. Whim. Yeah, it's yeah. like if they just run a marathon and came first and you're like, will you marry me? They're like, yes. Like, I'm sorry, I was just really excited about that marathon. <laughs> and not in front of a crowd of people and penguins. Because, no, again, also bad. They uh, yeah. will have to say something They'll to make it stop. Probably just lie to you and tell you later that they didn't mean it. No, yes. Also a good plan. Mm, so, yeah, we haven't got many uh, how-to propose no. stories, but... There's definitely a big list accruing of how not to go about it. <laughs> Which is really shaping a how. It's a negative space. Yeah. So a friend, Ben, from high school, his bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you pointed out, it was also the same day as a going away party for our friend Rowan. Yes. So me and my roommate, Julian, we head to this, this going away party first. Mm-hmm. And the plan was to have a few drinks and then head to the bachelor party. But annoyingly, the bachelor party was... The first thing on the agenda was go-karting. Oh, so you can't really drink. No, and especially this place, you had to be 0.0. Oh, wow. So you can't drink at all. Well, there was enough Are time. Are they testing you? What do you mean 0.0? Like on the website, it like says... Like they take a blood test as you sit down. Well, like I've never been breathalyzed before going go-karting. No. But on the website, it said 0.0. So it was like, well, you don't want to risk it really. No. So I'm great at go karting. In case you're wondering, I'm really good at I'm, it. I'm not. Really? Yeah, I came <laughs> out of out of like I think there was maybe 15 of us. I think I came about 11th. Really? I'm really good at it. You should have subbed me in. I'm great. I keep spinning out. Like that's my what? problem. How? Because because the back end is so light. I I How just take the corners out? too this quickly. This is not toad. Like, I didn't even know you could spin out outside of Mario Kart. Yeah. and which, again, is such a weird game concept. Who came up with that? The like, geniuses. Just accepted it because it's been around since our childhood. And this is literally the first time I've, like, considered, like, of all the racing methodologies they've gone with go-karts. <laughs> it works. Yeah, it's just so weird, though. Why? Anyway, 50 cc's, were you? Did you know? <laughs> 100 at least. Was it? I, I don't think they measure in cc's. Oh, okay. But they didn't tell us. They, um... But there's no, like, reverse on a go-kart. No. So, so once you spun out, you're stuck yeah, until you're the fucked. guy saves you. Right. You have to wait for everyone else to just, you know, slow down <laughs> and the guy to come over and, like, pull you out of the barrier. Laugh and, at you. Yeah, basically. So that, that keeps fucking me over. Like, I think I just take the corners too quickly. Yeah, well, you're a fool. I'm great. Well, I want to do the power slide. No, you, you can't outside again of Mario Kart. Uh, evidently. No. Well, you can, but... Do you it, try to do the power start as well by revving Yeah. <laughs> Go on the second uh, light. <laughs> Um, so me and Julian got there and it's like a few hours still before go-karting. So, so you like, can have like one or we two. Can, yeah, we can have like one drink. We're at a bar and it's not like, you know, I'm a big drinker or anything anyway, but we were there for a few hours. It felt, it feels Awkward weird to just not to, have a drink. Yeah, just yeah. to stand around not drinking. And I'm trying to cut down on uh, the amount of Coke I drink as well. So I'm like, really? Oh. Whoa. 
Yeah, we can. This we is can, a Ben I don't even know. We can delve into that later. Yeah, I, but I just, I'm, ast- I'm astonished. <laughs> I feel like I've, you've told me a different height. <laughs> <laughs> but you, um, so that limits your choices of beverage and stuff. Well, what have you got left? Exactly. Well, especially like since my lemonade or water, my typical drink of choice is bourbon and Coke. Yeah. So I'm just astounded. This is a big lifestyle change. We'll get to it. I'll tell this story first. Okay. So I, yeah, we both get one drink and then about an hour later, our friend Ben, who's a bachelor party is coming up that night and mm-hmm. another friend of ours from high school, Lachlan, both mm-hmm. show up and they both get a drink. Uh Oh, so there's and one guy left without a drink. Be more. Well, I got like, you know, just a Coke. Okay. Oh, you did. I made the exception and Julian had a second drink. Uh Oh, and then they start doing all this, like they've finished that drink mm-hmm. and start doing, you know, the alcoholic math. So it's like, well, we've <laughs> oh, got like wow. another hour and a half until That's definitely how you want to spend time with friends. Like, no, 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 let's not have a conversation. It's but like when someone starts telling you about their diet. There was time for both. Okay, good. We had, you know, an argument over the planet Endor. All right. You know, how, I know. If you're, I don't, this, this was a good chunk of our discussion was in Star Wars, they always refer to the forest moon of Endor. Okay. I was like, is that the moon? Oh, or is of it, Endor. Or is it yeah. the planet's moon? Like, is it, like, is the planet called Endor or is the moon, moon called, called Endor? Endor? So there forest was... Forest moon of Endor. I would have thought the planet is. Uh, yes, you're correct. Oh, great. And, <laughs> well, that went well for and, me. And the, that and was the, underwhelming. And the moon is nameless, only referred to as, as the forest, the forest moon, moon of Endor. Of Endor. Um, right. And it's fucking confusing because it's in the Endor system. Also confusing. And that's I suppose sy- you got New York City and New York State, but, so with those precedent. Well, okay, but that system also has two suns called Endor 1 and Endor 2, <laughs> which is like if you were, you know... I suppose you've got the whole universe. You've got to slow down on names. No, you don't. Really? It's... You know, that's, isn't it like ever expanding into infinity? If I lived in the Star Wars world, I'm like, hey, mom, I'm just going to Endor for an afternoon. Well, she'd be like, well, obviously not the suns. You'll incinerate. So I assume it must be that planet surely, with the like, forest moon. Their equivalent of NASA is going to get confused. <laughs> no, probably not. Like, I've been studying Endor for years. Like, which one? Which one? Come on. No, they've got Endor the 1 and Endor moon 2. Of Endor. It, uh, it, Why do you know this? Because we spent... An afternoon Googling it. Oh, wow. So we had time to do alcoholic math and we right. had time to have conversations about Yeah, I can see why Wars. you wanted to stop having conversations <laughs> <laughs> go on to talking about alcohol. So that aside, we uh, they, they're like, all right, so if we can have one more drink, we've got like about an hour, an hour and a half to go before the go-karting. Yeah. We can digest it before sure. then, blah, blah, blah. And they convince themselves to get another Oh, drink. that's a mistake. So Drink number three. Uh, the rest of the guys are on two. I'm on one. Fine, yeah. I think two and one is fine. I wouldn't push to three. Well, like it was approaching. Like we, by the time we left, there was like an hour before you know race time. So, Ooh. um, but we're like, well, I guess mentally they're like, well, first of all, I don't feel I've, drunk. Yeah, I've never been breath tested as well in my life before going go karting. Like, no, we're, like we feel fine. Like it's just. You know, something they have to legally put on the website. Right. No. We'll be all right. I bet it doesn't turn out that way. It does not. You've got we, a big smile. On. We got to the. You look um, like you've just escaped from Alcatraz. <laughs> we get to the go karting place and they're like, all right, just sign in here and then we'll breathalyze you. Damn. And each of us is just like, crap. <laughs> <laughs> sort of 
muddling around at yeah. the back of the line. Exactly. <laughs> stretching. That taking one, breath mint. Because, like, like, words so the slowly. three of you, like, sort of, like, I can just the imagine, like, the four of you, like, pushing each other forward and, like. Well, first of all, like, me and uh, Julian found out first because we talked to the bartender. Well, you must be loving life at this point. You're like, I'm fine. Well, I knew, I'm like, well, maybe if Julian gets tested first, if he's I, okay, I'm Harrison, okay. I'm going to look great. Yeah. So word was getting around. Like sure. we found out Ooh. and then we're like, let's go Spreading. tell Ben. Let's yeah. go tell Rowan. And they had like on the wall a breath testing machine, but they had no straws in it. So we could, we're like, I was like, oh, let's test ourselves now. At least if we find avoid out. embarrassment. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, I guess I just don't feel like go-karting anymore. Yeah, just, just realised I'm against it. Right. I don't believe in burning of fossil fuels for recreation. Right. And so, again, like, we're trying to justify it. It's like, oh, it's been, like, long enough, hasn't it? Like, I feel oh, fine. No. Oh, no. All that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, if you're okay, I'm okay. Oh, I only no. had one, you had two. Mm. It's like, yeah, but I got there later. And so everyone's kind of, like, freaking out. Yes. And, like, I mean, the worst they can do is just say, say you can't, can't go-kart, which, again, again, it's fine. We want to go go-kart. Of course. You especially, don't, especially you're terrible at it. Uh, ben, because it's his bucks now. That would be disappointing as the buck. Yeah, right, if we're just all waving at him while we do <laughs> like, This is great. Yeah. If he's allowed to throw shells at you from the sideline, <laughs> that could uh, redeem it somewhat. Like, we start lining up and a few people start getting tested and, you know, they're all the people that haven't been drinking Yeah, they're afternoon. fist pumping the air. Like, what a great decision yeah, it made. Yeah, basically, they're all fine. Ben disappears. Oh, no. I'm like, where's he to gone? To do what? And then, like, we see him emerge, like, a minute later with a glass of water in his hand. He's, <laughs> like, trying to dilute it. Wow. It's like, if I just up my total blood volume. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works, but yeah, whatever if, we can... If you put more water into your body, it creates total blood volume right. higher. Yeah, we'll, we'll lower the percentage that way. <laughs> One wow. glass of water is really just going to tip him over the edge. Yeah. And so... All the other boys have like pissed off to the back of the line because <laughs> they're scared shitless. So I was like, all right, I'll... Of being refused go-karting yeah. again. Scared well, it, shitless. I don't know. It just it felt like a lot of pressure at the time. Ooh. We line up. I get to the front. I'm like, Uh-oh. all right, let's do this. You'll be fine. I blow into it. Like, it's like not one of those ones where you have to put your lips around a straw. Okay. You have to blow into just like a box, basically. Like, there's mm. a little end. And... I'm so nervous that I can't even get a good breath. <laughs> it's like when you have a birthday cake and you can't yeah. blow out the candles. Oh, wow. And so the guy's like nice looking at it. no breath. Right. He's oh. like, oh, just into the tube. And you're like. <laughs> and I, he kind of has to look at it to make sure it's like not broken working. or something. Cause oh, because you're such a bad breather. Right. No one, you know, this never happens to anyone. Oh, my gosh. I give another shot. It passes. Oh. I'm like, yes. And like high five the group. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm on 0.0. It's awesome. <laughs> Julian was up next and he... Ooh, he's got to be closest to not making it. Well, he he was on two, but he'd been there for longer than... Like he'd been there for an extra hour. He was on three, I thought. No, no, no. He was just on two. Oh, that's fine. But he'd been there for like an hour longer than Lachlan and Ben. So right. if anyone was going to be next okay, it was him. Okay. He does it. He passes. It's all Excellent. right. And we're like celebrating. Like, yeah, fuck you guys. You guys are done, you son. You're done. Yeah. We're, we're going go karting. Lachlan. Lachlan and Ben do it. Ben passes. Lachlan goes up and he can't breathe into it either. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy like has to like this keep. He, he has to keep checking. I can't believe how nervous you guys are. It, it was so intense. I like, can tell. The adrenaline rush. the guy like, what's going on? I think so. Idiots? Like he thought the machine was broken. Because he's like, I've never had anyone so nervous yeah, about this. Right. 
I mean, this is almost more exciting than the go-karting. It was. Like, uh, the adrenaline rush we got from that was way more intense than the actual hour that we spent like, driving <gasps> on the track. Wow. He passes. So we're going go-karting. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Everyone gets to go. Right. <laughs> and I should also point and out... so then you guys all celebrated with a drink? And yeah. Cheers. Um, I should also just point out, while we were at Rowan's, mm-hmm. um, one of the other stimulating conversations that we had after the indoor discussion was about Ben's pants. Okay. He was wearing these purple tracksuit pants. That's a weird choice for your box. I right? thought so as well, especially since we were going to, uh, you know, quite a nice bar beforehand and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but they didn't really look like tracksuit pants. That was what, like Lachlan was so what fascinated. Parachute pants? <laughs> it was a little, it was a little like parachute pants. Like they were um, that kind of material. That's amazing. So you could kind of get away with them seeming a bit more upmarket than just regular tracksuit. Sure. What were, what was he going for? Like comfort or like the sporty like No, he didn't really think about fashion. It was pretty obvious that that was the case. Okay. Like he was just like throwing something Got my on. Got purple pants on and I'm out the door. Right. So we, yeah, we do the go-karting. We As had it turns out they're those strippers pants that rip off at the sides. He was his own stripper. <laughs> yeah, he was wearing terrible pants. Quite the box party. It's like I've hired a stripper boys. Me. Me. <laughs> Uh, it was not like that. So, yeah, after go-karting, that was all fun. We uh, head to a bar in the city. It's like, it was like, pretty late at night by this point. Sure. Everyone's uh, ready to have a drink because, you know, we've been driving around for hours and, you know, Bucks Party, like... You got to get it. Ba- yeah, the theme is basically drink. let's get Let's get drunk, really hammered. Especially let's, let's recreate get, the hangover. Let's get the buck drunk. Sure. Absolutely. And so I was there for like maybe an hour and a half. And then they like pump up the music. Like it's so loud that you can't talk to anyone. Great. At least Ben's pants were the loudest thing there. Anyway. <laughs> that was that. <laughs> and we'd been going since like, you know, three o'clock. Yeah. We had, like me and Julian had Rowan's thing and we got there pretty early. And so like it was basically a full day by that point. So I headed home early. I had a few drinks. We did like a Skittle bomb, Ooh. which is a mother energy drink and like Jägermeister or oh, something okay. like that. Oh, okay. So it's like a Jägerbomb. Yeah. But with a different energy drink. Basically. Uh, okay. I'm not rushing out to try it. <laughs> you don't have to. No. I'm just... Uh, I'm not. Saying like this was, I don't know, 10.30 at night and I had one of those and I had a bourbon and Coke. And so I was like buzzing. Two Cokes in one night. I know. I was off the, off the wagon. I can tell. But yeah, I was like trying to talk to people and it just wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, I'm done. So I headed home at that point. The rest of the party kicked on. I go back home to bed and I just can't sleep because I've had these energy drinks. Sure. 2 a.m. I get a phone call. Excellent. And it was from Brendan. He, also good. He Still great. was our ex-roommate. He was also at the Bucks party. Really? I did not know those guys were friends. Yeah. Well, like he's friends with, you know, Steve and Julian and all that. And so kind of just part of the group now. So I'm like, well, if it was anyone else, I'd kind of be like, I don't want to answer a call from you at 2 a.m. But you were like, this is going to be great. Well, like there was a part of my mind that was, this is, this like could, could just be funny because I knew he was out with the boys. Right, but you're also like, he's not a 2 a.m. caller. Yeah, I thought like he probably just wanted to ask if he could crash at ours for the night or oh, something. Ah, right, okay. You know, so you're like, it's either admin or hilarious. Yeah, like we live in the city. He's probably just, you know, saying, oh, I'm on my way. Leave a blank out for me or something. <laughs> Leave out two towels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was it him that did that to the previous guest? Yep, yep. Yeah, I thought so. And... So I, like, I stare at the phone while it's ringing for like a good oh my gosh. five seconds. You're like the traumatized ex-boyfriend. Basically, <laughs> well, I'm like, do I want to pick this up or not? And by the time I finally do, it was too late. Okay. 
And so I was just about to call him back, but then Julian calls. Okay. So I answer that phone call because I assume it's the same kind of thing. He's probably just like, oh, I'm with Brendan. Leave out two towels. <laughs> <laughs> so I talked to Julian. He's like clearly like drunk off his face. Great. And he's like, Ben's in a coma. <laughs> that was like the words that he used. Wow. Okay. Like, it's not great. Ben's in a coma. And you're like, well, I'm Ben and it's not me. So yeah. that leaves one Ben. Right. Uh, he's like, can you come pick him up? I'm like, fuck. No. And so what? like- what? I don't know. That would... I'd be like, call an ambulance. What do you mean he's in a coma? Like, he was obviously just that drunk that he was just dead by the sounds <laughs> of it. Oh, no. Uh, I'm like, I totally don't want to do this, but now... I've, the phone now. Right, like I I've, can't say no. Right. I've got in, myself involved in it. It really sounded like they didn't have any other options because right. they were waiting for taxis and no one was willing to pick him up. Because he was on the ground. Yeah. They're like, I don't want this corpse in my car. So I'm like, fuck, oh, fine. Weekend I'll, at him. Exactly. I'll come get you. Oh, I'll wow. let you know where you are. Yeah. And he's like, all right, thanks so much. We're at Parliament Station. Okay, it's not that far. No, it's not far, but it's just still frustrating. Right. And so I get close to the Parliament Station and Julian calls me back and he's like, hey, you're on your way. I'm like, yeah, whereabouts like at Parliament Station are you? Because there's four different exits. Yeah. He's like... You can hear him kind of just go to the group, like trying to oh. get the consensus of where they are. And he comes back. He's like, I'm on Spring Street. I'm like, they're Again, all, they all are. They're all on Spring, Spring Street. Street. Yeah. Just- <laughs> he's like, uh, I'm near the steps. He's talking oh. about the parliament steps. Okay. That helps. Sort it of. doesn't, it doesn't help. Are they all near that? Yes. It's uh, called Parliament Station. Yeah, they're all okay. near the parliament they building. Parliament. Okay. So yeah, this I'm is like, also true. whatever, this is going nowhere. He's clearly drunk. I'll just drive around and look for them. Yep. And so I'm driving around and I go to like all four exits. I Is it going to turn him. out that Ben's not Ben, he's a paper mache doll and not realised? <laughs> that, <laughs> That's that why would, he's paralysed? That would be almost as good. Yeah, so I'm like, well, I've been to all of the exits. Like, where the fuck is he? Mm. Brendan calls me again mm-hmm. and he sounded coherent on the oh, phone. Oh, that's great. Like, he wasn't as drunk as Julian, but his phone connection was so bad. I couldn't understand him. All I could make out was oh Parliament and Spring Street. This I'm like, like, I know. Taken. Pa- yeah. But it's like, I don't understand why his phone was so shitty. I'm like talking to him and it's like, like in the background, like he's standing under a waterfall or something. I'm like, <laughs> someone pulled phone. the most amazing thing on me today. I was calling someone for work and they wanted to pretend the phone dropped it out. Right? Yeah. So they obviously took the phone away from them fa- their face and pressed the keypad a few times. So it was like <laughs> on my end. And I was like, that's the wrong tone. And like, you're not mechanically spaced apart. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, this did not disconnect. Maybe they were trying to give you Morse code. I don't know. I just can't believe they went to the bother to pretend it disconnected to press their keypad. Yeah, that's, that's a bold move. <laughs> I, I don't even know if it does that when you get disconnected anymore. Yeah, I, I, I don't know either. <laughs> wow, well, I just really appreciated the work. I was like, this is like a performance artist. Anyway, sorry. Um, I loved it. So, yeah, I, I finished talking to Brenda, hang up. I'm like, I'll just go back to the first one. And yep. they were there. And like somehow I'd drive past them and not mm-hmm. noticed. But it's like half an hour later by this time. And uh, I pull up and there's a group of about six of them and Ben. Okay. And so it's again. That is like, a big group. Yeah, it's Ben like unconscious on the floor, <laughs> just kind of like propped up. Oh wow! Um, like puke all over his oh, body, his new pants and his t-shirt. His new pants. And uh, 
You should have brought two towels. I should have. Um, Brendan was there, Julian was there, Lachlan was there, and mm. our mate Steve was there as well, and like a couple of Ben's cousins. And so... Not Ben cousins. To not people. <laughs> Brendan opens the door and he's like, all right, game plan. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. <laughs> when like, something starts like that, yeah. you know you've got to settle in. When there's a game plan, like, because they've had like half an hour to come like, up with plan something. plan this, yeah. right. But I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, what have I got myself into Indeed. here? Indeed. They're like, follow that taxi. Basically, they just happened to be right next to this recycling bin of cardboard boxes. <laughs> oh, gross. I don't know what's worse. Him or the, like, manky cardboard boxes. Well, he's got, like, puke all over mm. himself. And so they're like, we don't want to get it in your car. Of course. So Brendan starts lining my back seat with cardboard. <laughs> oh, wow. He did, he did a pretty good job of, like, coverage. Like, he's just getting him out of this recycling bin. Oh, wow. And just my entire back seat of the car is now That's covered amazing. in cardboard. Well done. And... The boys kind of like carry Ben into the back seat, and Steve's like, "We don't want to get puke on your upholstery. We should take his pants off." Oh no, no, <laughs> I don't like the game plan anymore. And like Brendan had already put down the cardboard, it would have been fine. Yeah. But next thing I know, like I'm turning around <laughs> and Ben's pants are like half off. How are you going to explain that to him if he wakes up? That wasn't my concern <laughs> okay. at the moment, but. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm assuming he did get a bit of a surprise. You would. So, yeah, taking off the pants, probably unnecessary. Yeah, again, but he's like, I, I wouldn't go that far. His legs are like halfway out of the car. His body's halfway in. Oh, he's, my gosh. What does this look like to passers-by? He's still completely unconscious. Apparently, like, I got the story from Julian as we were driving home. They were having to carry him down the street, like, basically one person on each limb. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Like, he's like, uh, what's that, like? Guy amongst the tiny society that like pins him down, Gulliver. Gulliver, yeah. Gulliver's travels. Yeah, Gulliver's as you said, like Weekend and Bernie's is like, oh my god, literally propping up a dead body. Wow, I can't believe the police did not get involved in this at any point. Yeah, me too. And uh, like he got kicked out of the bar. That's how this whole thing get started. And like across the street is like another very busy bar. Okay. And so apparently they're like trying to carry him and everyone at this other busy bar is like, is he okay? <laughs> like, like, yeah, don't worry about us. Just carrying just this carrying a friend down unconscious the man yeah. at 2am. But like, it must've looked so ridiculous with like, just literally, you can't do the whole thing. Like, you know, prop him up by one person under each arm. Like because that, he can't walk. Yeah. He's unconscious. So they just literally just like, all right, <laughs> oh boys, grab a limb. They grab a limb each. Yeah. Grab the nearest limb. And oh, then wow. I guess they tried to carry him to Parliament Station to catch the train, but the trains it weren't running right. from, at that point. So like, fuck, what do we do? They couldn't get a taxi. And uh, at this point, another guy that we went to high school with, Thomas Nettleton, wow. walks past. Just by chance. Yeah. It's like 2 a.m. What like a probably, thing to probably, see. Probably 2.30 <laughs> at this point. And wow. Ben and Tom were like friends in high school, but I haven't seen each other what for 10 weird, years. Like, what a weird... Yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about that. Yeah. So, like, obviously, Tom's just like, oh, hey, it's my buddy Ben. What's going on? <laughs> He's just like dead on the side of the street. <laughs> Pantsless. Yeah. Being shoved into a car like, covered in vomit. Hey, guys, don't mind me. Oh, wow. So, yeah, he kept walking. I would. <laughs> so, we got him in the car. He's got no pants on but he wasn't throwing up so i counted it as a win mm-hmm. we get him back to the apartment and it's like well we've only got two of us we need oh, to how are we gonna like get him in right inside right luckily he was semi conscious at this point 
So he was able to use his legs. So we carry him with the, just the two of us, basically making sure he's upright. Okay. And so we start walking from the car to the elevator and he can only say one word. Oh no, what is it? Poo. <laughs> oh no, that's not what you want to hear. And he it? says it repeatedly. That means that's about to occur, I would have thought. Well, it kind of... Or was it like he was swearing about the situation? No, he wasn't swearing. Okay. He, it was either he needed to yeah. or he hit already. Oh no. And I wasn't sure which was which. And I don't want to find out. Yeah, but well, me and Julian start panicking. We're like, oh, no. Would. Do not do that. There's two minutes from home. <laughs> like, you're so close. Hold off. It's just, like, we're just like walking and he's like, poo, 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 poo. I need wow. a poo, poo. Really? And uh, oh, like, wow. Ben, no, you're not allowed to poo. <laughs> bad Ben. Yeah. Very bad boy. Just wait, hold off. We're oh. almost at the elevator. And do it on our couch if you do it anyway. And keep in mind, he's only in his underwear and t-shirt at this point. So, this is going to look so weird to anyone else in the building. Oh, like the security guards must have been like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then he looks down, he sees all the like puke on his shirt and he like smells like oh. vomit. And so he's like, like he sort of somehow stammered out. He thought that he had pooed on his shirt. I'm like, no, Ben, you didn't shit all over your t-shirt. That doesn't make physical sense. <laughs> How would you even manage yeah, that? Right. So Why would you think it was poo? Because he was just so fucked up that wow. he couldn't handle it. That's a lot of alcohol. I don't think I've ever been that drunk. Well, apparently, like, at one point, he was complaining because he's like, this is my Bucks party and I'm the soberest one here. Oh, no, that's a mistake. And you never so say that. then everyone just bought him a shot. Oh, no. And, like, it sounds like he went from, you know, 100 to, to 100. Z- that's how it yeah. happens, though. You hit the wall. That's yeah. how I always, like, I don't slowly get drunk. Do you? Uh, I'm, like, fine. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm not fine. Yeah, I know what you mean. So I think that's, that's what happened. It's just, like, all of a sudden he was just from, like, running around to paralyzed. Oh. So we get him up to the apartment. Luckily, there's no poo anywhere. No. But it didn't stop him from, like, chanting it like a freaking <laughs> monk all the way up. Poo, poo. Uh, so we get him to the toilet and he instantly, like, strips naked. Oh, good, I guess. Well, I mean, probably for the best because his clothes are covered in puke anyway. Right. So I'm like, all right, I'll go back down and get his pants from the car. And oh, what a brave man. A few other things. Captain and notes here. Well, there was like, a, like, I took a puke bucket with me just in case and he didn't use it in the car. But okay. I'm like, well, I wonder, like, if he's going to sleep in our apartment, it's probably he's best to have it one. next to him. Yeah. I'd be worried he'd like choke on his vomit. He wasn't throwing up by that stage, okay. so we were, like, not too worried about that part of it. But, you know, I just wanted to cover all bases. Mm. And meanwhile, Erica's asleep in her bedroom. Oh, no, not and, for long. Yeah, he, Julian's just yelling at him, Ben, sit on the toilet, <laughs> like, sit, sit down. Wow. Um, I think, like, when, when I left, he knew that he'd woken Erica up. So he was kind of, like, loudly drunk and whispering, sorry, Erica, like, outside her oh, bedroom door. No. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Erica's life is so hard. (laughs) And she's uh, just in bed. It's like, you don't have to apologize, but just shut up. Did she say that? Well, she told me the next Uh, morning. She's like, be quiet now. Yeah, like, this is not helping. This is making things worse for me. She's like, sorry, Erica. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Did he manage to sit on the toilet? Yeah, so that happened. And uh, But when I came back, he was, like, on the couch in Julian's underwear, um, oh, wow, with, that's bonding. With the beanbag on him. Like, he obviously just grabbed the nearest thing for a blanket. To, like, cover him. Yeah, because it was cold because he's just wearing this underwear. And I'm like, how did you get underwear on him? 
and Julian describes this scene like... Oh, no, it's like wrestling an octopus. Yeah, basically. Ben apparently like oh, 10 minutes no. ago he couldn't walk. Now he's running around the apartment <laughs> naked and Julian's chasing him with his underwear. <laughs> and so he's like basically just <laughs> trying to get him to not <laughs> sit on things. <laughs> Oh, wow. So he's like, no, don't sit on the couch. No, not on my bed. No, no. He's, he's like, he sat on my bed. Why? Why did this happen? I don't know. I've never been that drunk that someone's had to chase me with underpants. And so I was like, just imagining you put yakety sacks. Like, <laughs> I was thinking about The Simpsons. I don't know why. It's, it's like totally out of a cartoon. Oh, it's way. hilarious. Like... <laughs> Wow. And uh, so how did he manage to get them on him? Like, do you have to pin him down I think and like, he basically, wrestle them on? I think he just basically dressed a grown man. But how? I'm a grown man that was resisting it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think he had to like pin him down, okay. but it did take some work by the sound That's of it. That's hilarious. Like by the time I had thrown all the cardboard out of my back seat and came back, he had him on him. So, but it was like at least good ten minutes of chasing him, I guess. <laughs> And why was he running away? Did he, was there any explanation as to why he was running away from the underpants? Because he's just so out of it. Like there's no, all, the only explanation that you needed is he was like blind off his face. Yeah, but why are you running away from underpants? Like, no, I'm not gonna. I, I don't know. Maybe because they weren't his or <laughs> he was just like enjoying being naked. I, I, yeah, I'm I only making it up him. at that point. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he thought the underpants were some kind of snake. He was <laughs> hallucinating. Who knows? So I get him a blanket. Julian had given him the customary towel. Really? Yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh, wow. I'm it's like, part of staying over here, isn't it? You receive a towel. Yeah. A towel's bestowed upon you. And But like in my trip down to the car, mm-hmm. I realized that his pants weren't there. And like his shirt was there. Okay. But, well, no, not his favorite pants. Yeah. And so I like I tell Julian and it turns out Steve had thrown out the pants. Oh, no, that's not going to go down well. Yeah, but like more than that, I think his phone was in his pocket. Oh. So we had his wallet, like I think his wallet had fallen out of oh, his pocket good. at one stage. Um, so Julian had that, but we couldn't find his phone. Oh, no. And Brendan called to see if he was all right. And I was telling him about like chasing him around the apartment. But he's like, oh, yeah, I didn't see the phone. I don't know what happened to it. And so, yeah, like the next day he posts this like Facebook status update. Like, thanks, guys. A great box party. I I really wish I had my pants. Yeah, I lost my phone and my pants in the process. (laughs) Apparently that didn't go down too well with the girlfriend. Like, really? Well, I I imagine like you read something like that and you're like, well, why do you he not was, have your pants? Yeah, he's probably like, you know, fucking around like, on me. Yeah, you wouldn't be that pleased. It's like, no, you? my friends just undressed me in the streets <laughs> and threw out my vomit-soaked if pants. If anything, they were uh, trying to give me clothes. Yeah. And so Julian had to give him like an old wardrobe basically to get him home. He's, you know, given oh him an old pair of tracksuit pants. And he describes it as like he had just looked like he looked like he'd just checked out of hospital. <laughs> <laughs> like shuffling about in like, yeah. Yeah, he's got one bag which he had to like triple bag his like uh, vomit soaked clothes right he's got like a, 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 a t-shirt just like covered in puke in a plastic bag Ooh. and the only thing that he was wearing from the day before Ooh. was his shoes Ooh. yeah so uh successful bucks party Ooh. i would say did you want to quickly cover on this uh coke 
Oh, yeah. Okay. What happened with that? That's not like you at all. You're a pepper. I know you're a pepper. So giving up soft drink for you is a huge step. Yeah. So Is it all soft drink or just Coke because you're a pepper? Oh, no. Pepsi's fine. Well, no. What about Dr. Pepper? No, I'm, I'm giving up all soft drink. Well, giving up? Well, I mean, like I had... Uh, two on the weekend Whoa Like I, I've been trying to This is a to different person I've tra- Are you doing the healthy thing? I'm doing the healthy thing I'm not doing the healthy thing oh, I'm, I'm just giving up thing. I'm giving up one You know Unhealthy thing Right Yeah I'm trying I've got this app Where I try to drink enough water A day It's like three liters Yeah I feel like shit Really? <laughs> yeah Everyone's like It'll do wonders for your life You'll be a new woman mm. I had the worst headache today But you attribute it to the water? Well, nothing else has changed. (laughs) (laughs) I've never had such a bad headache. I was like, isn't this meant to be the end of all headaches forever? But are you using the water as a substitute for something else? Drugs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So it could be withdrawals. Yeah. No, like I don't usually, I'm not a big drinker of anything in general. Mm. So now, like I had a soft drink with dinner. Okay. um, Which is unusual for me, but it was a treat, treat dinner. (laughs) You don't have to justify it. It's a treat dinner. Um, I usually have a coffee and then... Nothing or like another orange juice in a day, and that'll be it. Yeah, and I'm so like, I, I'm always tired and I always get sick. And people are like, oh, you're dehydrated, like that must be it. So I'm like, okay. And they're like, you're gonna feel like a new woman. Yeah, I do feel like a new woman, a sick one. So you went from <laughs> drinking almost no water to three liters of water. Yeah. Do you think that's the issue? My kidney's like, holy shit. I mean, I don't, incoming. Like, if you feel more bloated, I would no, attribute I've that got to the headaches. water. Like, has my brain expanded? I would suspect that's not water related. <laughs> okay. But Jeez. now you can literally feel it in your waters. Yeah, right? Finally. <laughs> but yeah, so I've started exercising. Mm. Like I'm not really allowed to run too much. But uh, yeah, I'm running like three Ks a day, which is like basically the limit of what I'm allowed. Cooking like healthy vegetable homemade meals and drinking three liters of water a day. I've never felt worse. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Why why don't you just have a bottle of water? Like this is why no, I Yeah, it's I on do. my desk at work. Yeah. I don't like sit down and I'm like, all right, next fifteen minutes I'm gonna slam it. Yeah, I just get through it within a day. You just sip it as you feel like it though. No. I feel like it's more of a habit. Like yeah. I don't get thirsty and sip it. I'm like, oh my hands empty. Yeah. <laughs> but like I drink a lot of water like that. That's how I do most of it. So I try to get through one bottle of water either side of the run, so that's eight hundred mils. And then like one and a half-ish will go throughout the day. So that's like another liter. And then just like through a coffee and like another glass of water before bed, that'll be the rest. I mean, I'd, how long have you been doing this for? A week. Yeah, that's stick with it. Like I wouldn't think that water is causing you headaches. No, just this new healthy lifestyle. I feel terrible. I've never been so tired. Well, that's kind of what I was expecting because... Um, you hear a lot of people who give like up have sugar. Coke withdrawals or whatever. Yeah, and like um, like I listen to Kevin Smith's podcast, and he cut sugar out of his diet completely. completely. And I'm not I doing that, that, but like I was drinking about a can a day. Oh, that's not that much, really, is it? Well, there's a fuckload of sugar in a can. Is there? I don't really drink soft drink usually. And so, like, I, if I drink, I never really drink soft drink actually. Except for like an hour ago. Except for then, it's a treat. I had spud bar, <laughs> and that was mineral water with flavour. My mistake. So yeah, I was trying to cut it, cut coke out because at least you know over the course of a week that's like a fair chunk of sugar. Yeah. And so I was kind of expecting because he talks about that when he did that, like, like the first few days. Yeah, he was like crashing and had headaches and that yeah. kind of stuff. So I was like, oh. Do you reckon that's what's wrong with me? Like I haven't cut anything out, but just like my body's just like. 
incoming change? No. <laughs> no? I don't think that's a thing. Okay. I thought it was like, reject. This is too fresh and healthy. I'm confused. <laughs> so, yeah, I was kind of prepared for that because I went from about, I guess, seven a week to one a week. Right. Do you still drink OJ? Yeah. Yeah, it's quite sugary, isn't it? Yeah, but again, like, it's... I'm not, I haven't increased my orange juice. No, intake. to like make up for the Coke. Right? Yeah. Like you uh, see um, Chris Pratt when he was training for Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. He posted like a before and after photo of him working out and the, you know, basically just went from having a beer gut to abs. <laughs> and That's you. He did an interview and he was like, um, they're like, oh, what's your secret? And he's like, right. I just stopped drinking beer. And oh, wow. so I was All kind right. of hoping like oh, That would happen to you yeah, I'm Well like, I'm just one coke a day away Right and if, if I knew it was such a simple fix Exactly I did that And I still have yet to get my abs Right But here's hoping <laughs> I want to get like um, So that's it You just want, wanted to just be healthier That's the whole story Well my sister kind of convinced me I guess Don't they say it's like you put on like a kilo or something a year Because of soft drink Or like seven uh, kilos yeah, a year Yeah I don't know like the exact number But I know it's significant Right Um and so I came in, like I came home and was chatting to her one day and she had just watched this documentary Here we go. about sugar and uh, annoyingly <laughs> I was drinking like a supersized Slurpee or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you should really stop that. And I, I was like, I don't have to, like I was, you know, a bit defiant. Don't tell me what to it, do. Basically. But yeah, evidently it got to me. So wow. I was like, well, she kind of like challenged me on it, like that I couldn't do it. Oh, so you're like, I can. Yeah, I can. I can quit whenever I want. Oh. <laughs> like, fuck you. So it's almost out of. How are you feeling? How long's it been? Oh, well, since Saturday was the last one that I had, but it's been about a month and a half since I started. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you managed to keep it under wraps. Well, I wasn't like, you know, bragging about it. I was hoping I'd just get my abs and people would be like, Ben, what's Where did new? those come from? And yeah. you'd be like, I don't know, just hard work. Right. Don't ask any other questions. Yeah. Just lucky, I guess. There was like one day, I think it was like, you know, just two, better than you two as days, a person. Two, yeah, exactly. <laughs> two days in, I went to the gym and I was able to run for like 50% longer on the treadmill. Really? And I was like, oh my God, this is making such a huge impact. But what, you had the incline on half? I don't know. Because the next day <laughs> it was like back to normal and like every, every day since then. <laughs> Like, I'm just imagining like you put it on like half the yeah, resistance Right, or the treadmill was busted or something. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there was a split second that I thought that like, oh my wow, God, this, this is amazing. Is, yeah, I've become superhuman. Yeah. Like, who knew without the Coke? Like, right. That's hilarious. Um, but I'm still waiting for my ads. It hasn't happened. I was, I want to get like, you know, the V. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I want, the, I want the dick V. You're not going to have it. Maybe. I don't think you can <laughs> get that. Like, I think you have to be like, Surrounded by personal trainers. But I go to the gym like <laughs> every other day, basically. I just don't think you can do that unless you're a celebrity. You think if, if I get Chris Pratt status, then I get the V? Yeah. I think they bestow it upon you for being a celebrity. Mm, I see. Well, yeah, you can't get it. It's like, I don't know, a surgeon does What's it. the point then? I may as well just drink Coke. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> So uh, I think that brings us to the end of another episode. Sure does. Thanks everyone for listening. This has been episode 108 of Insane Ramblings. You can email me, ben at insaneramblings.net. You can reach me, vicky at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will also find us. You can rate and review us on iTunes as well as sign up for the regular updates. So you get the episode straight to your device. Yep. So subscribe and uh, join our Facebook page, facebook.com slash insaneramblings.
Away sea boat. to hit on a guy today because I got hit on right like we were saying before I've been hit on now by three guys since I don't know <laughs> you so got a, I don't know. a good track record I, this week well I guess it's coming up to winter like we don't want to spend that alone I guess everyone's looking for someone to cuddle up to yeah like okay. two bears are better than one obviously. I would say okay. <laughs> obviously I would think wouldn't Not you naturally. think so um, depends um, on what context but go on well, what's the context where you don't want two bears? Well, what if there's only enough food for one bear? Oh, shit. Well, you got me there. Yeah. Well, you obviously want two because the other one will die and you can use its fur as a blanket. And when there's enough food for two bears, why would you ever go with one? Anyway, <laughs> my thoughts. And you've, you've got a bountiful, a bountiful buffet. Yeah, that's buffet. right. Okay. When you're living in the landscape version of Carmen Miranda's hat... <laughs> Why would as, you not have another bear around? Naturally. Yeah, well, we live on a tropical island. People are always like, what would you take with you to a desert island? I'm like, I'm already there. Plenty of I think you're missing the point of the question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, I live on one next. And they're like, this has been a terrible speed dating experience. Let's never speak again. Which yeah. is why I had to hit on a man today. A okay. human man. Yeah. And I think it went badly, but I don't know. I'm going to go with your gut instinct on this one. Yeah, he said, stop threatening my wife and leave. <laughs> probably not something you would really claim in a, a normal situation, I'd say. Yeah, but in his eyes, he said, keep going. I can, oh, okay. I can just tell these things. You know how it is. Sure, sure. See, I am a woman of indefatigable confidence. So I'm when, like, everyone loves me in my mind. So I need, I'm an erotomanic. I don't think that is true. No, in my mind, everyone, all men, are dying to be with me. No. You go through waves. Like, you'll yeah. think that one day, and then the next you'll be like, all men think I'm disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> You're just obviously on an upswing today. I'm on an upswing. I'm on a rotomatic. Because someone can reject me, and I'm like, no, nah, they want me. Okay. So today, I tried to hit on a human male, because I was like, well, everyone's doing it. Apparently, it's the season to be jolly. Everyone is seemingly, like, apparently, it's a free-for-all these days. I was like, look, I like to finesse. I like to build up a friendship. But no, it's a free-for-all out there. I'm getting hit on the train, the tram, at work. Yeah, but how many, of these, guys, how many of these guys are you going to see again? Like, it sounds like you're going out with your boss begrudgingly. Yeah, I the- am. Yeah, and... Oh, so it's not going... working for them. Yeah, that's true. I should probably yeah. have not have followed their lead, given that it's not helping. Right, like, you might be getting asked out, but I don't know that that's... Success a, uh... rate low. Exactly. Is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, agreed. It is low. So I decided to hit on him, regardless of whether or not the rationale is now, in hindsight, any... Sure. Because apparently it's not. <laughs> and I appreciate your thoughts on that, because I see where you're going. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I did it. It's done. So I was like, I'll just write and ask him a question and say a nice compliment. What, so this is over text or something? 
uh, via Facebook Messenger. So we've been at like a few events together where we've had a good chat, but okay. not like we've talked less than you and Natasha had. But he would know me if he saw me, and if he saw me <laughs> in an event, he would approach me and like chat. You know? Yeah. Well, if if you thought that if he was keen, he would have enough to go on. Ideally, you would be on better ground before making a move, but you might not Is have that another true? opportunity. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm like? I go the long like, where I just slowly die on the inside and don't say anything. But you were inspired this time, so continue. Well, because recently also I told a guy from back in the day that I had a crush on him, and he was like, why didn't you say anything? Things could have been so different. And I was like, oh, I just, I don't know. Why does he have a girlfriend now, I think? No, he doesn't, but it's just the time's passed for that. So he was like, what a shame. I wish you'd said something, but you didn't. But he could just so, be saying that to be nice, like, because he now knows that the time has passed. Oh, well, that's, thanks for putting that in my head. <laughs> it's a possibility. Well, now you've made things even worse. Would you say that to be nice to a girl who, you know, the what, time had, Well, he what, did not realize the time had passed. He was like, we should hang out again and see if a friendship is... And you're thing. like, nah... I was. I was like, time's <laughs> fast. I was just telling you. Okay. So, yeah, this guy today, I wrote him a message and I said, I knew he'd been to an event with a friend of mine. And so I was like, well, that's my in. So I wrote, how was the event? And it's always really great talking to you. Shame you haven't been around much lately. And he did not respond to the compliment nor ask a question back. But did he reply to the message at all? Yeah, he replied with quite a long message. He was like, it was really great for these reasons. But you think that if he was reciprocating, he would have been more uh, like, oh, yeah, you too kind of thing. Yeah, don't you usually do that? If a girl you liked wrote you a compliment, wouldn't you just send her the love heart eyes emoticon? Probably, but it's not like a flat-out rejection or anything. I felt like it was a flat-out rejection. You'd be like, yeah, you too. But he did not you too me. If you're putting yourself out there, you have to be prepared for... The brush off? Did I get the brush off? Well, maybe, but you knew that was a possibility. No! Why not? Not mine, this is a sure thing. You you brushed off, like, three guys this week. Yeah, but they're not acquaintances, whereas I'm catnip, obviously. (laughs) I expect him to be dying for me. Yeah, I don't know why. Why? Just because, like, a couple of guys are into you doesn't mean that every guy is. Yes, it is. It means every acquaintance is dying for me. Oh, okay. Sorry, I forgot that. Yeah. I mean, it just sounds and there like... There needs to be like... You know how in Morse code or whatever, not in Morse code, like radio, you go like, stop when you're done talking? Like at the end of a telegram. Yeah, we need to have another version of that, but for text messages, and not when you're done writing, I think but when you still... want them to stop writing. I think it's still stopped. I think that's, that <laughs> system still stands. So you're saying if you want someone to stop replying, they should just say stop. I mean, like writing if, to me. if if he keeps trying and you're not getting a hint, then I wouldn't be surprised if he tries that. <laughs> stop in big capital letters. Yeah, I'm going to war. Stop. I'm going to war. I assume that's how most telegrams are. That's what I'm going to use when I want to stop talking to someone. Yeah. <laughs> Text message. I'm sorry, I'm going to war. Stop writing to me. I'm like, oh shit, he's really busy. I guess I'll leave him alone. See, that's the problem with men. You think too much in your head. As a person. Like, if I was to be like, well, you don't say what you're thinking. Like, if I was to now be like, what did you think when I sent that message? He'd probably be like, oh, that was a nice thing to say. Sorry? Girls don't say what they're thinking. 
Well, no, because I would have written to him. I'm in love with say, you. Yeah. No, that's a bit far. I would say we should try dating, and he would write back, no thanks. But don't you think that that would be the way to get a simple answer out of all this? Uh, I feel like I'm making my intentions known too soon. Well, there's the problem. It's all an elaborate dance. That's the problem. I'm tired of the elaborate dance. I want a straightforward walk. Well, if I wrote to you, hey, Ben, always good hanging out with you, what would you reply? Gay. Gay. <laughs> you just send back the poop emoticon, wouldn't you? Yeah, that is my response to 90% of text. I thought, probably, what if a girl a wrote a message to you, like, out of the blue, like, always have a great time chatting to you, Ben? Yeah, she'd get the three shrimp. <laughs> shrimp emoticon, shrimp emoticon, shrimp emoticon. Yeah. No, what that's, would you really That's how you write? know I'm excited. Three <laughs> yes, shrimp. What would you really write? If I enjoyed it, I'd probably say you too, which, didn't you say that? No, he did not. Okay, well then. Well, obviously, I'm shit in conversation. Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah. so hard because you have to get a guy to be interested in you and then chase you. Yeah, I've heard that. I don't think I'd be turned off if that wasn't the case, though. If a girl chased you. Yeah, I was speaking Most to Most people um, like, yeah, I don't like them as much if, they're, if they chase me. I was speaking to Joel and he was saying how he was seeing this girl for a bit and uh, the fact that she was, like, so into him turned him off. Like, <laughs> it's like this is me we're talking about. Is that <laughs> Like, nah, you're obviously not that bright. Yeah, uh, yeah, I feel the same. Like, yeah, come on. There's something know, wrong here. We both know you have better options. So if you don't realize that, then come on. Yeah, I know. I feel the same. I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite clear that you could do a lot better. Yeah, come on. You're pretty attractive and stuff. This is me we're talking about. <laughs> you're bringing me you down. You stopped going right out now. with her because she was so into him. That was one of the reasons. That seems like a really big mistake. <laughs> I have I don't to know. say. Well, it we, like the we'll never know. A good idea. We'll never know. Well, I think we do know. I think we already know that's a bad idea. <laughs> I'm going to break up with this person because they like me. Yeah, well, obviously he wasn't that into her, regardless of that. Well, anyway, that's all I wanted to check up on. And so I just feel like a fool for writing him a compliment. Don't just yet. When he starts writing stop, that's when you should start feeling like a fool. Please leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to war. Yeah. <laughs> bye. See ya. Bye. It's in ramblings.